All right, it is, what, June 6th? And it's like, what, noon? 11.40 or some shit. And this is another episode of I Don't Need a Manual with, you guessed it, me. Also, um, I wanted to talk about WWDC that happened the other day, the Apple thingy. And uh, there's a lot of cool stuff that I... I'm excited about, I'll be honest. Uh, the biggest one, obviously, was the Apple Vision. I mean, that's going to be fucking cool. It is fucking cool. It's also, like, kind of, um, it's also kind of, like, scary, you know? <clears throat> it's um weird thing. And that's at the very end, so I'll talk about it more. Um, I'll start at the beginning. I wrote some notes last night whenever I was watching uh, a little cut of it. Where, where do we start here? We start, um, there's this lady at the beginning. All these rich people dress like shit, by the way. Like, is that what happens whenever you get money is you just start dressing like a goon? You know, like, I don't, I don't have the best taste in fashion, but I have some kind of taste. Like, I know what looks nice. They, whatever they were wearing did not look nice. It looked goofy. So what I wrote here, and I'm going to read, I'm going to read these bullet points that I put down, and then I'm going to kind of talk about them, I assume. Why would anyone under 65 wear a button-up denim shirt tucked into denim jeans? And why in the fuck would you wear a silly belt with it all? Like, don't do that. You surely know that, right? Like, these people are so rich that are in charge of these massive companies, you know, bitch ass Bezos as well, you know, actual Lex Luthor. And then that, oh, I hate this fucking guy, Elon Musk. They all dress like shit. They just look so boring. Like they just copy paste white guy and just change the hair on him. Oh, I, God, I can't stand. At least like, at least the Bill Gates you know, and the Steve Jobs, RIP, I guess. At least they dress like regular old white guys, you know, middle-aged white guys. I can respect that, you know. Mr. Rogers Chic, you know, out on the lawn with scissors, chic. That's fine. That's respectable. I get that. That's not an issue. My issue is whenever they try, like, you can tell they're trying to dress cool. You know, like this lady at the beginning of the, when the immediate beginning of the Apple showcase, but it was somewhere near the beginning. I don't even know what her name was. I don't know what any of these people's names are. Uh, Tim Cook. I know that guy's name, right? But he's like, he's the big boss. So of course I know his name and he sucks too. I don't like how he dresses either. And he's so boring, he's so unoriginal, and he's not innovative. Like, at least with the dickhead Steve Jobs, at least they were innovating. I feel like they haven't innovated at all since then, until this Vision Pro. And even then, it's really just built on shit that people have already made. Like, <clears throat> the iPhone was, is, is the iPhone. It, 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 it turned smartphones into what they are today. We don't have an Android you know, we don't have the galaxies, we don't have the pixel, we don't have anything like that without the iPhone existing before that. 
It just like in, in, in the current iteration that they're in, we just wouldn't have that. So this lady was wearing like a denim shirt. <clears throat> if it wasn't denim, then it was a denim blue. She had a big oversized belt on that went around an extra time or something, or, or just the tail of it was sticking out like a, come on, you're, you're a million, million, a hundred millionaire. You have to be, if you're speaking at a fucking keynote or whatever the fuck, WWDC, you have to be a, a hundred millionaire, you know? And she had these denim jeans on. I don't have anything against denim jeans. I don't. May loves her denim jeans and she looks great in them. And, you know, denim jeans are classic. They're never going to look bad. But don't tuck a button-up denim shirt into denim jeans, you know, with an ugly-ass little brown belt, you know? Go no belt and don't tuck it in. And wear, you know, I just don't wear denim button-ups, I guess, you know? Just don't do that, I guess, is my problem. And if you're going to wear a denim button-up, unbutton it and have like a, a neutral shirt on underneath, I guess. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought it looked like shit. So, and I hope she hears this. I hope she hears it. Because cause it's unacceptable. She can pay for a stylist. Pay for a fucking stylist. If you can't dress yourself, have somebody else do it. Um... Who actually needs a $7,000 Mac, the M2 MacBook, does any job you need unless you're like, what, making fucking movies? I stand by that. Um, people that need more processing power are not going to be using, like, a Mac, right? Or will they? I don't know. I just can't imagine, unless you're, unless you're dealing with like 4k like hundreds and hundreds and thousands of gigs of you know 4k video that you need to buy that that big fucking that big fuck off seven thousand dollar mac you know and then and then you're not going to just buy a regular monitor because no you're not you're going to buy the xdr so it's going to be like a like extra thousands of dollars for a monitor right because you're not going to buy some fucking samsung course or not because the color accuracy you know it's just not going to happen so like i don't know i don't see the i can see the appeal i don't see the need right the m2 macbook is the shit and you can i'm pretty sure that the macbooks have like natively you're able to connect monitors to it so just by the macbook m2 whatever you know it's faster than m1 of course it is but and if you're like a power user, then you'd need that M2, I guess. M1's going to do a lot of people just fine. MKBHD, Marquez Brownlee uses the fucking M1 and he's fine. He says he does some editing on that. I think that if the biggest tech YouTuber in the world, like of all time, can use the M1, you can too. Fuck off. Right? And I think it went into iOS 17 after that. Like the next big thing was iOS 17. Live voicemail? It's very cool. Uh, Pixel's been doing it for since I've had one, like Google. Uh, it's 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 fine. I'm sure Apple's going to do it a little bit better. You know, they don't do something until they know it's going to be amazing. So that's going to be cool. Um, I love having live voicemail. I don't want to. I just hate missing a call, getting on my phone, and then pressing play, and then 
not being like forgetting to press speaker. But then if you press speaker, then everybody's listening, unless you're on your own, of course. Like, but with my Pixel, I can open it up. My voicemail. This is like an old school fucking podcast, man. I'm just yawning all over the place. It's it's noon almost. It's a court. It's ten till noon even. So I can open up my voicemail and it puts a transcription. You know that's awesome. Now Google Assistant. Google has like the best voice trans transcription software in the industry. So obviously it's going to be great. Apple's. Uh, Apple's leave some to be just, you know, there's, I think that they need to do a better job. <laughs> uh, I assume that they're going to be doing a better job with this. I hope so. FaceTime messages is cool. So, um, I get it. I, there are some people who their primary method of communication with their like people around them is through FaceTime. I haven't had an iPhone for a couple of years, few years, whatever. I think it's been a couple of years. And so, like, I don't use FaceTime. My mom loves FaceTime. Um, Roman loves FaceTime. You know, everybody likes FaceTime. I'm I'm the outlier here. I'm I don't need it. I don't care for it. I just don't like my face being on on a on like in camera. I, I don't have like I'm not very photogenic like on a camera. Do you know what I mean? In person I don't think I'm like ugly. I think on camera I think I am not. You know, it doesn't look great. So I just don't like it. I'm also self-conscious and have like body dysmorphia. Whatever the fuck, dude. Everybody struggles with it. Who gives a shit? But FaceTime messages. You can call somebody on FaceTime if they don't answer. Then you can leave a message. It's cool. I like that. So you can, if you have something you want to show them, you can fucking show them on FaceTime. And then it's done. You don't have to worry about hanging around, which is really Audio message transcription is pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Again, it's going to go back to how they've beefed up, you know, their transcription service because it's not great right now, you know, at least not in the last few years because last before this phone, I had an iPhone and it was okay then. It was fine. But the Google is just on a whole nother level with that shit, you know. So and then there's um, uh, check-in. That's pretty neat. Let me read it. Let me read what I put. Check-in is pretty neat. Let's me forget to tell people I made it where I need to go. Illuminating, Manny, of uh, of 2 a.m. Illuminating. So, check-in. You can... I don't know how it's going to actually function, but I assume you can, before you leave somewhere, you can add somebody to this. Like, you can have... I don't know if it's an app... Or what it's going to be, if it's going to be in messages or what. Um, let's say it's in messages. You can just, you know, text somebody, check in or something like that. And then it'll, they'll be able to opt in to, or they can send it to you and you can opt in to letting them know where you're going to go. And you can put a, a destination that you're going to be going and it lets them know whereabout you are. Um, it tracks how long it would take. So if you're stuck somewhere in the middle for an extended amount of time, it'll send push notifications, I think, um, to see if you're okay. And if so many go through, then it calls, you know, the person, unless the person that you're, you have the check-in set up with calls them and lets them know where about where the last place was your, your phone detected you so they can go out there or call the police, whatever. I think that's really cool. And then it lets them know whenever you 
get somewhere. You know, I, I think that's fun because it's, it's totally opt-in. It's not like that bullshit fucking life 360, which I fucking hate. And I'll never do it ever in a million billion years. Never have fucking life 360. That's an invasion of privacy. Fuck off anybody who uses it. You need to learn how to trust people around you. Check-in is nice. It's opt-in in case you're on a long trip. I think it's useful where you're like 16. You're a kid. Um, this fucking guy in the blue shirt looks like an ass. Yeah, he did look like an ass. I don't know who he was. He had like this comb over this. He had white hair. It wasn't gray. It was white. You know, he started going gray and he probably said, fuck it. I don't want any specs. So he just went full white. He looks like fucking Geralt of Rivia with a comb over, you know. And he just looks like such a douchebag. All these people with all this money, they just look so ass. I cannot stand them, man. They just look horrible to deal with. And they probably are. You know, I want to be rich pretty bad. You know, because that's the thing with the people like in our tax bracket, you know, regular people, is that probably 60 to 70% of all the issues that we have and and probably closer to 80% of the stressors that we have in our life and our day-to-day lives can be fixed with a large and constant influx of cash. My mortgage stresses me out. If I had a shit, like a million dollars, it's paid off. No more mortgage, right? My car payment stresses me out, right? So if I had a million dollars, no more car payment. I pay my fucking car off. Boom. Right there personally is like a thousand dollars plus of money I don't have to worry about every month. That's awesome. You know, and just the stressor because it's like, oh, I I can't go buy this video game, right? Because I need to make sure that, and it hasn't ever been an issue, but like I need to make sure that I can pay my mortgage. Do you know what I mean? Like that's stressful. Even if you know you're going to have the money at the end of the month with without any issue, it's still stressful that you have that bill coming up. That sucks. So, um, I mean, credit cards and stuff like that, like these people get to spend without paying attention to what they're spending. You know, it, it's, it's just not an issue. You know, the check's going to clear. Like, I assume that this guy is some design lady probably was there after Ives left who was a visionary Ives as far as I'm concerned and Apple has been on a downward since Ives left design wise of course he didn't like the pill on the iPhones I don't know I kind of I think it's cool I think it's fun that they're trying to find a way around that issue um is there a better solution surely surely there is um they clearly are not interested in that solution, so it is what it is, but there's got to be a better one. And Ives apparently thought so and fucked off because he didn't like it so much because it really does kind of, you have to focus on the pill at the top of the iPhone, the pros at least, um, if you are if you have one. You can't work around, you can't do th- something that's going to take the attention away from that. The attention is always going to be on the pill. So... Um, but this guy, I'm sure he was some kind of designer. I don't know what the fuck he did. It doesn't matter what he did, but he looked like such a dickbag. But this guy's, and that lady that dressed like shit, this guy looked like, like whatever those finance bros want to look like. And it's so fucking annoying. I just hate that genre of person, I think, you know? Um, and he very well may be a perfectly decent dude, but he sure doesn't look like it. He's not emoting decent dude. He's emoting power, like dick, dickhead. So... Um, 
I just like this guy is a hundred millionaire. You're not, I could be wrong on this, but you're not, you don't get your name popped up on the screen of a, of WWDC and, you know, minutes and minutes of, of speaking without really making some money, right? They're just going to put Joe Schmo up there. They're going to put this guy with his name that everybody knows, <laughs> Those are the people that care know. But I don't know. I mean, he just, this guy can go and buy that seven. He doesn't have to buy. They probably give it to a fucking. He can go and buy the $7,000 Mac. He can go and buy the XDR display. He can go buy the new iPad. He can go buy the fucking MacBook Pro with the M2, like the loaded up one. He can, if he doesn't, if he even has to buy them in the first place, but like if he has to, he can spend all that money and it not be an issue. He doesn't even have to look at his balance. He probably has somebody pay it for him. He, I know for fucking sure, like this guy's not going into his, you know, Amex app and checking, ooh, cutting it close. Ooh. No, he's probably got a black card because he's got that kind of money, right? So there's no limit technically. And like, he's not pulling up to make the payment. He's just not doing that. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe these rich people are paying their credit cards on their own, but I surely fucking doubt it. Like this kind of rich. He's not paying his own credit card, right? And there's, I don't think there's any fucking loaded ass people listening to this, but if you are loaded in, to that degree, let me know. Because <laughs> right now, there is no fucking way you can convince me, like, unless you can prove that you're that kind of wealthy, that you're not having somebody else do it. You know, you got a person paying your credit card. Or it's just on auto pay, whatever the fucking balance is, it just gets taken out of your checking account that has nigh unlimited funds in it. So whatever. Um, airdrop. They had some, he, this guy was talking about airdrop and the new features therein. It's got a thing. Uh, what is it called? Name drop. They called it name drop. Great name. Amazing name. They don't, I mean, they do miss AirPod pro max that's fucking lame but name drop capital n capital d um you put your phones like next to each other it, that's what they showed it as i don't know if you have to put it next to each other you could probably just throw the cod tax but uh like i'll do it like they showed in the video you put your phones next to each other and um there's this new thing called portraits for contacts where it's like really pretty kind of uh quote unquote 3d you know uh portraits for whenever people, you know, people in your contact list that you can create. Um, and you put it next to the, you put your phones next to each other and it, it shares contacts that you want to share, which is really cool. But bump it or whatever the fuck, uh, uh, I don't know what it was called, like pound it, dig it, whatever the fuck it was, where you would hold your phone like a fist and you would pound it. You'd do a pound it and it, you could share contacts and stuff. That happened back in like 2010, right? That's, I'm not crazy. That was a thing. So good on you, Apple, for probably not giving those people any money. Um, they're, they're updating like whatever the machine learning is for their keyboards on uh, the iPhones. I assume the iPad too, but they talked about the iPhone. Um, it's going to have a better autocorrect, uh, all that kind of cool shit that... I do actually care about. I think that that's useful. I'm excited for that. A better keyboard is always is always welcome. I would use the oh, what was that thing called? Let me try and let me try and find it. Flexi. That's what it was called. 
I used Flexi, F-L-E-K-S-Y, and I used SwiftKey because they didn't have the slide to type, swipe, whatever, and I on the old Pixels and especially on the old iPhones. And I loved that. Or maybe they did have it on Androids, but they, they did not have it on iPhones for the long, forever. And so I did SwiftKey for a long time, but then I was like, it's okay, it's fine, it's good. Um, I don't love it. And then I also used the Google keyboard, Gboard, which is fucking awesome on iPhone because you could just do that. I loved whenever they did that. Um, but what I used the most was Flexi, F-L-E-K-S-Y. Um, you would type, there's no space bar. You would just swipe to the right on the keyboard to do space and then like double swipe to period. And it was just so fast. You would get, you would get flying. I would zoom through fucking messages. And I loved that. So they're updating their, the machine learning. I don't, I'm not smart enough to be able to speak on that anymore than, than saying what they said. Um, I don't understand it, but it's just going to be more more intelligent autocorrects and it's gonna be a little more intuitive i like that that's fun i i love keyboards and i love typing on my phone and on like actual physical keyboard seeing um seeing things get better on that fret is always really interesting to me um so what's to say um journal oh my god they're gonna have a native journal app i'm so fucking excited because the next phone i'm getting they're gonna announce it i'm sure sometime after summer you know fallish um, the new iPhone and May and I are both going to get it. Um, I, I'm hoping to fuck that it has us. Um, I'm probably still going to get it. Even if it doesn't, I'll be honest because I'm ready to go back to iPhone. So, and then I'll go back. Well, and if, unless iPhone, you know, Apple starts popping the fuck off, I might just never go back. I don't know. I just love the Apple ecosystem. I know I'm a piece of shit. I don't care, but journal, they're having a native journal app and I've always been really interested in journaling, but all the apps have like, Oh, fuck, dude. Have, like, subscriptions, you know? Like, that's so stupid. (laughs) It's like, I understand the convenience and that, that convenience aspect of it being on your phone, but I'm really curious how Apple's going to monetize this, if they even are going to monetize it, because I, I will be journaling every day with this app, every single day. I think it's really really good for people to do that i think it's really important for you to kind of reflect on your day and see what you did wrong so you did well and see how you can you know adjust for the next day i think that's awesome um may journals every single day i'm pretty sure like without fail uh and i think that's that's so good of her and i'm really proud of her for doing that i think it's so important um it's just good for you it's good to reflect. I think a lot of people are not good at just naturally reflecting, like on self-reflection, and journaling kind of forces you to do that. Um, you can only benefit from journaling, I think, per- personally. It's the next best, best thing to talk to a therapist, you know, every day if you have ability. Um, but they have suggestions in this journal app. I'm so excited for it. See what it looks like, see how it works, see how intuitive intuitive it is because that's what apple that's their whole thing is is intuitiveness you know i mean and you know i'm just so excited so i have suggestions and um like if you take pictures throughout the day it'll show you those pictures at the end of the day for you to write about and share your experience with yourself they mentioned that it's there nobody apple can't see it nobody's going to be able to see it it's going to be completely cut off i doubt that um Part of me doubts that, but Apple is also pretty decent about security, right? I mean, that's the whole thing. 
That's the whole reason people would go to Mac and go to iPhone and just Apple in general because the security. I remember whenever I was a kid, everybody was like, oh, yeah, you can't hack a Mac. Can't hack a Mac. And I believed that growing up. I don't know how true it is. I'm not smart enough, and I don't care. I just know that they are very secure, and they they really push for that. So whatever. I'm excited for this. They So the pictures, it'll give you suggestions at the end of the day, or I'm sure you can set a time for whenever. Uh, like to journal at a specific time of day. I'm sure they'll make it so you can set that time for it to give you the suggestions so you can kind of go throughout what you did that day. Um, it's awesome. You, I hope that you can also turn that off because uh, I just want a bare bones, really pretty, easy to use journaling app that I can just bop, 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 dot. That'd be fun. Um, standby is another thing too that they're putting on the iPhones. They have this really cool, I think it was like a, what are those, 350? whatever no 35 south is that what they're called they make stands and shit like charging amongst other things but they have this really sharp looking one that i uh, it used the magsafe thing but standby so like it's super bright and it shows your alarm it shows what time it is it uses widgets that's really fun this has been on apple watch forever this stand um and whenever it gets dark in a room it goes to a really soft kind of red which it, i don't that light science i don't know what the word is actually for that but it turns to red and red is supposed to help you sleep blue is supposed to keep you awake whatever i don't know how that all works i'm sure that there's something to it i'm sure there's a lot of bullshit to it too but the red's a really pleasing looking color on the phone it's just sharp standby it's cool you can use widgets with it um it's pretty cool i'm excited for that too mm. oh yeah no more uh hey siri it's just gonna be siri that's gonna be annoying Good luck saying Sirius. Any of the versions of Sirius. Homophones. Homophones. Like, like Sirius. S-E-R-I-O-U-S. And then Sirius. S-I-R-I-U-S. Whatever. It's going to be Siri. Not Hey Siri. Um, this is going to go one of two ways. If, if they really get this voice transcription software up to stuff snuff <laughs> up to snuff then this could be great i'm not confident though because historically they have not had good voice transcription software so if they can really get it, they must be confident in it to, to remove the hey qualifier to siri um i'm excited it's gonna be good but uh no more hey on the siri uh google photos is what i wrote down here but uh in the photos app they're for iPhone, they're being so it, it recognizes pictures of your animals, of different people, shit like that. Um, I thought they kind of softly did that already. I guess not. Google Photos has been doing this shit for actual years. On my old Pixel, it did that even. This is the six. It did this on like the what, two, I think I had. I don't know. I loved that phone. The battery ended up kind of blowing dick, but the phone was great. I loved it. I love this phone too, the Pixel 6. I think it's a great phone. I wish I would have waited and got the 7 because that's all the fucking shit I want, the 7. This is lacking a lot of things and the 7 has all that I wanted. But whatever. Kind of like the Prius, my fucking Prius Prime. The regular Prius coming out, 2023, has all of the shit that my car has and then all of the shit that I want, but it's in the regular Prius for like $10,000 cheaper than I fucking bought my car for. Whatever. 
Um, but so the photos are getting updated to be a little closer to the, the goat that is Google Photos. It's the best photo app, Google Photos. You can download Google Photos on iPhone, so just fucking do that. It's better. And it just saves all that shit immediately anyways. And you don't have to pay for all the fucking iCloud storage. I pay for it 99 cents a month, I think, to get like a Terra. I don't fucking know. It's a lot of storage now. And I honestly have just forgotten to take it off because it's only 99 cents. So that's stupid of me, I know. And you know what? I... I'm going to be thinking about that the rest of the day. I'm still not going to cancel it. So I'm going to fucking cancel it. Just in case. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. So I, then I think it went over to um, iPad OS 7, whatever it was. I don't know what they're on. But they're on to that one now. And um, on the iPad, they're changing, not changing, but on the backgrounds, you know, uh, live backgrounds are a thing. They're making it so that's on iPad too. But uh, if you just have like a, they, the example they used is a big wave crashing up on this cliff face. Um, they're using some kind of technology to add frames and slow it down for a cool background. I don't know. I think it's, it's cool. Ultimately, I think it's kind of use. Um, and like, is that coming to Mac OS too? Because they talk about, was it Sonoma? Yeah, Mac OS Sonoma a little a little bit later. They didn't go, there wasn't a lot to do with iPad OS 17. Um, PDF autofill, that's pretty fun. So uh, sharing PDFs is a whole lot easier now on iPad. And generally these are for students, right? The iPads. I totally agree, especially for like medical students. I think that the iPads are unreal for students. So um, PDF autofill, I from what I understood, I could be wrong, but from what I understood, even if a PDF was not fillable, it would detect places where it could be filled and change it for you. But the cool thing about the PDFs is that this, anybody that's using them, um, if you're sharing it with your other buddy who also has an iPad, obviously, um, as you both update it, the, the PDF, it, it updates for them live. It's fucking sick. I'm curious how well it actually works. Um, that's pretty fucking cool. So then it goes on to um, Mac OS Sonoma. And this is, so I, I sold my iPad recently. So the iPad OS stuff doesn't matter that much to me. I do love that they're kind of adding on to it. I think that there's a lot to be desired. Stage Manager still blows on iPad, um, you're better off just not even bothering with Stage Manager right now. On it, in my opinion, I think it's kind of counterintuitive to how an iPad is supposed to be used or how an iPad was thought to be used. Um, it really slows down workflow. I, in my opinion, too. I did not enjoy Stage Manager. I used it for months too. I really tried to like it, and I just fucking hated it. So they go into macOS Sonoma. Uh, you can use your widget, move your widgets that you have in your little sidebar that you, I think, a finger sw swipe, right to left. There are widgets. You can move those onto your desktop. That's fun. Um, he talked about and showed how whenever you like open up a different app, the widgets will kind of fade while you're using that app. I think that's sharp. It looked nice. Uh, super fucking cool. Continuity. This is the coolest one. This is the coolest part of Mac OS. The continuity thing, it, it, it fucks around with your, between your iPhone and your Mac book, Mac anything. Where if you're, if you're piddle dicking around on your iPhone with like a 
certain widget or whatever, it, if you have that widget also on your MacBook, your Mac, etc., you can just, it, the continuity lets you also be doing that on your Mac from your iPhone. It's That's cool. I think that um, app devs are going to really take advantage of that. Okay, page, well, page two down. I wrote on both sides these little tiny pieces. Um, uh, Death Stranding, yeah, Hideo Kojima popped up out of nowhere. And uh, they're adding Death Stranding to Mac. And they're, I feel like they've got to completely redo it because Mac is notoriously asked for running video games. It's really optimized for doing whatever Mac does, but not video games. So they're they talk, they spoke about how there's going to be some kind of gaming mode, quote unquote, for Mac, um, where they're, it's going to be better optimized for running games. Like, I guess, <laughs> you know what I mean? But maybe make a mouse that's actually good for playing games then. And a keyboard that is too. I just don't see the appeal. You know, if you get a Mac, you're not playing. You shouldn't be playing. You can, not shouldn't. You can do and should do whatever you fucking want on your Mac, right? But you're not going to be playing games on your Mac. Like there's a, there's dozens of us of Mac gamers. You know, that just doesn't, that's just not a huge thing. And Apple Arcade blows anyways. I'll get into Apple Arcade a little later, but uh, Death Stranding on Mac. LOL, okay. That's what I wrote. Yeah. What else are you supposed to say? You know, um, I put overlay is so motherfucking cool. What the fuck works with all presenting apps. Oh God. Yeah. Overlay. It's fucking awesome. And it works with all presenting apps. Like I wrote down. <laughs> it's fucking cool though, actually. So, you know, the zooms, the, the Microsoft teams, the FaceTimes, it's so fucking cool. I encourage you to to Google or just go into YouTube and search Mac overlay. <laughs> it's so fucking sick. So, no, fucking bitch, no. <laughs> Did you hear my Google phone yell at me? Opening YouTube. So, overlay makes it so that, so say you're in Zoom and you have a presentation that you're doing. Yeah, your PowerPoints, whatever the fuck you're using. I don't know what you're using. I haven't done a presentation over Zoom, so I don't know. Um, you can do this thing overlay. You can do a large overlay or small overlay. And if it's large, it puts your face, you know, around. You can drag your face wherever you need it to be on the screen, which is cool already. But the small overlay puts it in a little circle so that you can put yourself in the corner and and speak right? And do your, whatever you need to do. And it's like a little, a nice little animated circle. It's really pretty, but fucking <laughs> on the people that have Macs, I assume you can't just do this across PCs. You can like have reactions, you know? So like if you want to do the balloons, everybody knows the balloons. It actually looks like there's balloons behind you and in front of you and stuff it looks real. It's just, look it up. I'm not explaining it well. Uh, just Google it go on YouTube and find it or whatever, but it's, it's so fucking cool. And I think this is, this is really exciting. This overlay thing. And I don't even do presentations. You can do it on FaceTime too. It's just really cool. Please look it up. It's really fun. You'll be excited when you see it too. Um, there's going to be Safari upgrades so you can share one of the, the biggest thing was sharing pass keys with people. That's fun. Um, there's gonna be new web app functionality. That's pretty cool. So you guys know what a web app is. I'm, I'm sure. So like, um, if you don't, a web app is, say I pull up um, some 
boutique shopping website, right? Um, I don't want to, I, I'm going to be frequenting this website. Um, so I don't want to have to look it up all the time. Uh, well, they don't have an app, you know? So what you can do is you can, I don't know how easy it is to do this on PC already, but what you can do is um, create a web app. I can't remember the way she said you have to do it, but I, it was pretty, pretty simple. Uh, you create the web app and it, 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 it's crazy the the web developers don't have to do anything she said so if it works like she said it was going to work then it's going to be sick but you create this web app and then you get to make it into a simple a more simple version of that site and make it as an app that you just put on your dock or in your desktop i don't know if apple even does that whoever if if there's anybody that puts their shit on the like the desktop like, if you put Safari on the desktop, you're a fucking psychopath. You're fucking insane. But whatever. Uh, it's just really cool. And if it works like she said it was going to work, it's going to be really, really interesting um, for people that have use of it. I can't think of any use for mine outside. Actually, maybe DIM, like Destiny uh, Item Manager. That would be pretty sick. Well, there we go. There's my use case. <laughs> I, want, I want that. That's what I want. So that's going to be really fun. Um, and then they moved off of Mac OS Sonoma and they just started talking about random shit. So um, up, upgraded ANC. I really love the idea. Let me just read what I put, actually. Updated, uh, upgraded ANC is cool. Um, automatic noise canceling. Love. Oh, what the fuck did that say? I don't know what that what that word is. This was 2 a.m., you guys. Give me a break. I I just like that <clears throat> with because it's gonna be for like the AirPod Pros. Uh where they can just shoot a software update and it makes it better. I think that's sick. And it, it really kind of goes against everything that Apple does, uh, I feel like, because they just the next new thing, next new thing, buy a new phone, buy a new phone, buy a new Mac, buy a new Mac. Um, so I think that's really, I think that's really fucking cool. I'm, these AirPod Pros are my favorite wireless headphone I've ever owned. It's, n it's not particularly close. May will think that's annoying. She won't listen this far. She won't even listen to this fucking thing, but she'll think that's annoying uh, and funny. Cause I, I, you know, everybody does that, but I went through a, 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 a phase where I would just keep on saying, and it's not particularly close, like a fucking asshole. But, um. I just think that's so cool. And it it, it, it it goes in the face of everything that kind of tech is doing right now, which is really fun. Uh, auto share play is cool. Um, that's that's really all I have to say about that. I mean, um, just sharing, uh, watch, watching things together. It's cool. It's fine. Watch OS 10, smart stacks. I don't give a shit about smart stacks. Uh, I love, I love Apple Watch. Apple Watches, whatever. I love it so much. I think, honestly, outside of the AirPod Pros, um, it's like probably the best thing that Mac has come out with in a long time. Um, I think I think it's great. I wish they weren't so expensive to get like the night really nice ones, but I I mean the amount of use you're gonna get out of your Apple Watch if you're an iPhone user and you're like in the ecosystem is gonna it's gonna be insane. It's it's a good Fitbit. Uh, it, it does everything you need a fucking Fitbit to do. It looks nice. 
It has beautiful resolution for the different watch faces you can put on. It has your text messages. It can do emails. It can do walkie-talkie. I mean, it's just the best wearable you can possibly buy. It really just is. Uh, Nothing gets close to it. And I love that Fitbit has, it's like the budget brand. I think that's really nice. Um, But Apple Watch, if you have the money, of course, that's that's the thing, isn't it? That's what we were talking about earlier. If you have the money, get an Apple Watch. And if you're in the ecosystem, just get it because you're not going to regret the purchase. You're going to use it every fucking day. And I was a big believer and a huge proponent of watches. I love a watch. I don't like spending a lot of money on watches, but I love a watch. I think I think they're necessary as like a professional. I think it really pulls together an outfit, a watch. I think it makes you look more legit. And this is all really, you know, those are all stupid reasons in the big, you know, the grand scheme. But I, I think the watches are an important part, you know, of, of the experience of, of being a person and in, in this day and age. I really do. As silly and small as it is, I think it is an important experience. Wearing a watch, finding a watch, uh, I think it makes you feel like an adult, as silly as that is. I don't know. Maybe that's me. I'm sure it's not. Um, that doesn't exist, just me. Um, other people feel the same way. I know that they do. Um, but I, the, the Apple Watch, whenever I had an iPhone, I didn't, I didn't wear anything else. Every single day, every activity, playing basketball, going on a hike, working, working at a fucking bank. You know, they look nice. You can get different bands. The Apple Watch is the best thing that Apple's made in a long fucking time. Full stop. Uh, But smart stacks, I don't really give a shit about those. I need my Apple Watch to show me the time digitally. I'm not going to take a couple couple of seconds to learn to like read a watch i can read a watch it takes me a little bit though to be like six five ten fifteen i gotta count it up i'm a fucking moron you guys why do you think i record myself talking about a children's game right i'm a fucking idiot so smart stacks i don't care those exist on ipad and all that kind of stuff and they're fine there um uh, it's a widget where you can go from time news etc it's it's okay photos, but it, it, it really is inconsequential. It doesn't matter that much. I think it's kind of, it's fine that it's there for people that are going to use it, but I don't see any need for it. Cause you can just swipe through watch faces in like a half a second. It's just so easy. Create different scenes. Like on Twitch, if you watch Twitch, if you stream, create different scenes, that's all it is. It's just that fucking easy. So I need a smart stack to use the crown to scroll through whatever. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. <laughs> so then there's a mindfulness app. And they totally jocked. Uh, what was that? What's that one where it had like all the celebrities reading you like bedtime stories and shit? It's literally that, you know, choose a color of happy face, like choose, you know, your emotions for that day. I mean, it's mindfulness in general. And I think it's really good that it's on the watch. It's, you know, it's not, I don't even know if it's just on the watch. I didn't label as much as I should have because it was 2 a.m., but mindfulness is important. I think that, again, I same thing as with journaling. I just think more people need to do it. It's so important. But the next one is the big one, Vision Pro. We're at 45 minutes, you guys. What the fuck? I did not expect. I was like 30 minutes max. That's what I was thinking whenever I was looking at this. So this would be an easy little episode to record. It's been 45 minutes. So um, Vision Pro. I am uh, I'm beyond excited by the way, 
this is exactly what I wanted it to be. Well, almost exactly what I wanted it to be. Feature-wise, it is exactly what I wanted it to be. I wanted to be able to connect a keyboard to it, sit in bed, lay down even if I fucking want, and type. I wanted to be able to open pages. I wanted to use it as a computer or an extension. My idea was an extension of the computer. This is a whole computer. That's why it is 3,600 fucking dollars. Jesus Christ. Now, this is also like, uh, this is, this, this is the Vision Pro. They only add Pro onto things that are for power users. That's why there's the iPhone. There's the iPhone Pro Max. There's iPhone Pro. I mean, that's why those things exist. AirPods, regular AirPods fucking rock, dude. They're the shit, right? They're so good. They do everything you need a Bluetooth headphone or like earpod to do. They fucking rock. But then there's AirPod Pros who have incredible, I mean, industry leading ANC as far as I'm concerned uh, in the package that they're in, right? Uh, then with MacBooks, and there's a MacBook Air. I have a MacBook Air. I'm obsessed with the fucking thing, right? But then iPad, iPad Pro, MacBook, MacBook Pro is a huge step up in everything. You know, that's that's just their thing. So this is the Vision Pro, which leads me to believe there's going to be a Vision sometime soon. Now, of course, this is the Pro, so they want to just load the bitch up. It's got, I mean, it's insane. It's like, it's got 4K screens, lenses per eye, right? 4K per eye. Like, imagine, like, a sewer grate. No, not a sewer grate. That's not good. Uh, do you guys have, do you know about gutters? <laughs> you know about gutter covers? How it's kind of, you know, a mesh? Or even like a window, window mesh, window screen. Do that, and then multiply whatever that is. You know how you can kind of see through it? Multiply by two, the amount of lines. It's going to get to the point where you're not going to be able to notice anything between you and outside it's just going to look like outside and the lines are as fine as you can physically get them that's what this thing is doing but per eye it's incredible um this is this is a feat of technology you guys like i'm sure most people know how big a deal this is but this is a big deal you guys like it's a big deal <laughs> it's fucking insane right so 4k per fucking eye it's i have a bunch of stuff written down um about it uh and i'm gonna i'm gonna read it i'm gonna read a lot of the stuff uh, some of the stuff so uh once so bad but i don't know why it isn't wireless so i uh whenever i was watching they had this this cord that was going back and uh, I just watched like a, a cut, a 30 cut, but 30 minute cut by The Verge to kind of give me a breakdown. I didn't want to watch all the two hours. It's overwhelming. I'd have an anxiety attack. So there's this cord that's on, on the left, like behind the left ear that goes all the way down. And it looks like they, it goes into somebody, like the people's pockets, the model's pockets. Well, there's a battery pack. The shitty thing is that with the battery pack, because it would have been too heavy. It's all metal, by the way. It's like the Apple, it's like the AirPod Pro Maxes, the the, the over-ear headphones, which I want so bad. I want the twos. The next version of those, I will be purchasing the AirPod Pro Maxes. I want them so fucking bad. I think they're sick. They're so cool. 
and they're nice, man. And they look so nice, but, um, uh, it's a cord that goes over in your pocket. And the shitty thing is that it, it, whenever, cause that's the battery pack. That's the battery. Uh, it's two hours. So, I mean, that's pretty great considering what all this thing can do, but it's only two hours of battery wireless. So I put, why isn't it wireless on my, my note sheet? Um, so I thought that they had this connected to like an iPhone or something. I was like, oh, shitty. But then I found out that it's its own computer. This is the device. This is the device. I mean, <laughs> this is the monitor. This is the computer. This is everything. This is the mouse. This, I mean, <laughs> it's fucking insane. So um, it's the battery pack. Whenever it's plugged into like a, the outlet, I mean, it's, it's unlimited. Now, uh, MKBHD, Marquez Brownlee, that, like I said earlier, he's the best tech YouTuber. Nobody's nobody's really close, right? Um, in his lane. Uh, and his team, they're all so knowledgeable. Uh, you know, LTT, Linus Tech Tips, is is, is right up there with him, honestly. Um, a little different lane, more, uh, more uh, technical, like more spec-oriented, is LTT and then MKBHD is, I mean, is for the every person, but he also really goes into some cool shit. Um, and I mean, he's the phone guy, right? If you want any info on cell phones, that's the fucking dude. Marquez Brownlee is the shit. I love that whole channel. His whole team is great because they have the studio channel too. And it's just great. Um, the quality is through the roof. So just listen to that. Listen to them. Listen to his podcast. He's great. Same thing with LTT. Listen to them. Listen to the podcast. Listen to all the channels. Short Circuit. All that shit. He's great. They're all great. All of them. Um, but uh, he had a really good little opening video. It's like a nine, ten minute video about the whole thing. Um, but the, the crazy thing, because it's so Black Mirror. It's so weird. So you scan your face. I'm going to talk candidly about this a little bit. Um, you, you scan your face and you kind of, whenever you FaceTime with these things, cause you're not going to show your face with the goggles on it's fucking stupid. Cause they're goggles by the way, they're like ski goggles. You're, you're, you're not going to show the FaceTime with goggles. So what, what it does is it takes a scan of your face, a really high detail scan of your face and your pupils for that matter which kind of freaks me out whenever you, uh, and whenever you FaceTime, it doesn't show your face. It shows this generated face of yours. It's well into the uncanny Valley, uh, at this point. And it's, 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 it's odd to look at from what I saw, but the part that fucked me up the most, cause I'll get into the cool stuff, but the part that fucked me up the most right now is that, what did they call it? Um, eyesight. Um, I wrote that it makes me giddy. This is 2 a.m., right? I keep on saying that. It was 2 a.m. But it said I said it makes me giddy. Uh, I'll read it. Eyesight makes me giddy. The soft entry of someone to your environment is amazing to see, albeit a little creepy from the perspective of the person without the goggles on. So what I mean by that is um, they're goggles, right? And so it's, it's, there's that <laughs> micro OLED screen on both eyes on the inside. There's also a front facing OLED screen. Um, so you can't see through the screen. Of course you can't. 
there's no way unless they figured out how to do that. They didn't, of course, because they went into it. So what what it does is remember how I told you it takes that scan of your face and your fucking pupils when you're by yourself, whenever you're watching a movie. So let's this is what we're doing. I'm in my living room. You're in your living room, whatever. I am you. You're me. Put yourself in my shoes. I'll put yourself in. I'll put myself in yours. So we're watching a movie with our goggles on. Um, we have this, we have our environment turned up so you can turn the knob on the side, like on the bottom of the Apple, the AirPod maxes. There's a little knob that does volume and all that kind of shit. There's a knob on the side of these vision pros and, uh, you can, it's so, oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited about this. This is what I want. This is the future of, of media, of entertainment. You know, you know what I mean? It's so sick. I'm sure you can feel my excitement <laughs> through like the podcast. I'm just so excited about it, but you can turn up or down the environment is what they kept on calling it. Um, I don't know if that's the word. It wasn't ever capitalized anywhere and they didn't put it as a blurb anywhere. So they kept it going the environment. I would assume that it's like, They'd be so lame if they did like capital E-N-V or like all caps, but then a lowercase I in environment. Actually, I wouldn't be lame. That would be kind of cool. I would like that. <laughs> Whatever. The environment is what we're going to call it, even if they stop calling it that, because I think that that's cooler. So the environment is a thing you can turn up and down the intensity of it. And say you're say we're watching a movie. We're watching, uh, we're watching uh, uh, Larry Crown right? It's about, that's my favorite movie. Please go watch it. It's the cutest shit you've ever fucking seen, right? Go fucking watch it. It's Tom Hanks. And he's an ex-Navy, an ex-seaman. <laughs> he was a cook in the Navy and he, he stopped being in the Navy and he was working at this grocery store as a manager. And they, as a manager, they decided that he had to have a degree. So he goes back to community college to get a degree. It's cute. Please go watch it. I don't know where it's even on right now, but Larry Crown, L-A-R-R-Y-C-R-O-W-N-E. Please go watch it. It's adorable, you guys. So we're watching Larry Crown. We're watching Tom Hanks. Oh! You know, we're watching Tom Hanks do his thing. Um, and well, oh, it's just so bright because it has passed through because it has cameras all around the fucking goggles. So um, it's the movie is on the wall. It is not even on the wall. It exists within the room as big as you'd like it. You can have a you can have a, a hundred inch fucking movie if you wanted. You're not gonna do that because that's silly. You're gonna do it to the scale that you need it to be most comfortable, right? That's so oh my god. The accessibility of this is gonna be a game changer for people like my buddy Connor, you know, who he's a quadriplegic. Connor is the best, by the way. Um I don't know if I've spoken about Connor. And he, he doesn't listen to this, I'm sure. I don't think he has the attention span to listen to a podcast. Got you, bitch. Uh, but Connor's incredible. He, I mean, the strength of spirit of that guy, I will never um, stop being impressed by him. He has stayed Connor the whole time I've known him. Pre-accident, post-accident, during accident, he's always been the same guy. And I admire him so much. He is just a fucking stud. Uh... I really love that guy. He's the best. And I hope that he knows it. But um, the accessibility for this is is incredible because it tracks your eyes. And if... I assume that the... Because Apple's always been okay about accessibility. Okay to good. 
So the thing is you can click with your finger because it has cameras all up, all around. So you look at an icon and you click with your finger. I don't think Connor can do that, but it doesn't matter. Anybody that, it, they'll if you maybe look at for like three seconds, it'll open the app. I'm sure that'll be a thing, but um, that's a whole, that's a tangent. <laughs> Manny, go on a tangent? Really? Can't believe it. But so or watch this movie as big as you need it to be, as small as you need it to be. It exists in this space, in your living room, in your bedroom, in your office. I don't know where you're fucking watching it, where we're watching the movie, but we're watching it, right? Us as one individual, the royal us, the royal we. And we're like, I don't know, it's kind of like, it's kind of a little too bright. There's, It's too busy going on. It's just a little too busy. I don't like it. Well, you probably have, we probably, what we probably have done is that we have our little switch turned all the way to zero, our little dial. And I just want you to think of the most comfortable you can be. You know, your surroundings. What what surroundings would make you the most comfortable, um, the most at ease to watch this adorable movie with a happy ending? Yeah, spoiler. It's, I mean, obviously, you watch the movie, obviously it's going to be a happy ending. You fucking moron. So we're the moron, though. So, like, it's fine. But just think of the most comfortable you can be what area that is say it's um for argument's sake for the story's sake rather we're gonna say that it's in uh it's on a beach the waves are kind of coming in uh they're not crashing but they're just rolling in it's really nice you can see the sea foam it's just in front of you it's 20 feet in front of you you can hear the you know i mean that's the that's the best part about a beach isn't it it's dusk you know the sun is two-thirds of the way below the horizon it's kind of dark you know but there's just enough light to to not strain your eyes against the screen okay are we there what you can do is turn the dial up on your vision pro and you can instead of being in your living room or your bedroom or your office wherever you're consuming this media you can be there you can be on the beach you can be on the beach at dusk. You can be on the, you know, you can do all of this. I mean, it's just, you can turn all the way up to maximum. So instead of there being a small hint of the, the living room or wherever, you, wherever we are, we're sitting on the beach in the comfiest chair or couch we can think of. And we're just watching Larry Crown and we get to watch the whole movie if we wanted to, but say your partner, your parents, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your significant other, period, comes in and they want to talk to you. Hey, can I talk to you? Pause it. And what happens that I don't like is that, um, well, let me start with what I do like. So what I do like is that they slow, they fade in to the environment and they'll sit on the couch or wherever you are, say say we're in the living room. We sit, they sit on the couch, and they fade in really slowly and really naturally, as natural as this can possibly be. At least, say they're coming in from a fog, is what it what it looked like on the on the screen. And they sit down, and then then the part that I don't like is that um, they don't see your eyes because of course they don't because there's a screen. There's two screens. There's a screen over each eye, and then there's this front facing screen. But why would they put a front facing screen? Well. The reason they put the front-facing screen is because they scanned your your face and your pupils. What they do 
is they uh, put it, the display puts what your pupils they they generate where pupils would look like and what your eyes would look like quote unquote naturally. I don't like that. Um, I think that that's really creepy. I think that's so far in the uncanny valley that it's it's it makes me really uncomfortable. And it's also just um, oh, I just feel it's so Black Mirror, and that's why this is version one. This is the pro model. This is for the power users to figure out what works, what doesn't work. For the version two, the regular vision two, that's going to be coming out in the next, I don't know, four years, three years, whatever. I don't know how long. I don't know what the turnaround on something incredible like this is, but it's going to be for us. It's going to be for me. It's going to be for you. It's going to be, you know, for your mom. It might be just glasses. It might be really small. You know, I, the, the amount of ways this can be used is just incredible. Additionally, you can take like pictures, 3D pictures. It's fucking stupid. I, however, you know, as a regular person walking around with these goggles on taking pictures of your kids, I think that's fucked. Don't do that. Please don't fucking do that. But take your phone out, take a picture, fuck off with the phone. Experience these moments in real time because those, the memories of those are going to be so much more important than whatever picture you're going to take. The way you remember it is the way it's supposed to have been experienced. Not the picture. Not this 3D picture you can walk around and... So, say... I mean, this is this is cyberpunk stuff. Uh, you're going to jack in, right, basically. So you take a video with these Vision Pros, and then anybody else can jump into that and experience that memory, that video, as you. I don't love that. Um, that, I think, is inevitable. Um, and the uses for that, obviously, you know what we're all thinking are inevitable, but that's just how it's going to be, right? It is what it is, isn't it? Uh, but 3D art is going to be incredible. So they talked about, I keep on saying that word. They're going to, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be wild. I don't input the words you want me to say. I don't give a shit. 3D art is going to just really blow the doors off of everything. Sculpting, 3D sculpting, uh, I think is going to take off. Um, it's also really going to be shitty if NFTs come back and get their hands on this. I think that's going to suck. Um, but the way that we're going to be able to play video games with this kind of technology where people are handcrafting all of these things is really just going to be, uh, I mean, this, that's the future, man. That's ready player go type shit, but hopefully not post a pop. Um, FaceTime is wild. They talked about that a little bit. The 3d tech is okay. It's really, it's really impressive hardware wise. The use case I'm not really uh, excited about Apple arcade. They showed some lady playing uh, 2K, but it's the arcade Apple Arcade version of 2K, so it's ass. They really need to move away from mobile gaming to actual video games being on there. Like, they need, unless they already have it, of course, but they need the 2Ks. You need to have that kind of the sports to get as many people playing it as possible. You need to have the Ori, right? You need to have... Uh, uh, you know, you don't have to have the destinies and all that kind of shit, but you have to have actual video games. Really pump money into indie studios to make really beautiful side-scroller games or, you know, just you have to do something because Apple Arcade as it, in its current state is fucking ass. It's so, so shitty. Um, Disney is going to be coming together with this and you're going to be able to watch NBA games courtside with these fucking quality goggles on dude Are you shitting me it's gonna be like you're there i mean like i'm so excited <laughs> that's the thing i want the most um but the 
I'm really curious what they're going to do with movies, what Disney's going to do with movies that can be, that are optimized for this tech. Uh, it's going to be, uh, it, it's going to be life-changing. I think, I personally think that it will be life-changing experiences, experiencing these movies made by the people at Disney, Pixar, etc. that take advantage of the tech that's in these, these goggles and these visions. And, uh, no new iPhone announced. That's going to come in October, probably. I better have fucking USB-C. I'll be pissed if it doesn't. I'm just don't. And that's this episode. Jesus Christ, an hour six. Uh, thanks for listening all the way through if you did. Um, this is a real podcast, this episode. So um, I appreciate you. Uh, shoot me an email. I don't need a manual pod at gmail.com. And I'll talk at you. Let me know how you think of what you think about all this shit that happened at WWDC. And I'm really curious about what you think about the vision pros. So please tell me all you think, tell me how I'm wrong. Tell me what you're excited about. Tell me what you're a little scared of. Uh, I'm really, really excited to hear about it. Uh, I love you guys.